0: Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining me on the official European League of Football show. My name is Jennifer Becks, and I think it is time to make everybody feel good by talking about the sport and the league that we all love. And I'm looking forward to today's show because I have two great men joining me, starting with Adidayo Odeleje, the defensive lineman from Berlin Thunder, who is joining the IPP. And Malte Scholz, the deputy head of officiating, who is going to explain the season two kickoff rule. Well, I'm curious to hear what he's going to explain. But let's start with this young, athletic British football pe- football talent. Hello. And there he is. Hi, Diu. This video just makes me want to work out. It's like Rocky. <laughs> you, you, you know those trainings. The- yeah,
1: yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> after this. I'm gonna put my trainers in and run to the gym. <laughs>
0: No, honestly, I'm going to go for a run, but hi, how are you? And welcome to the show.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. Good evening. Uh, Great to be here all the way from the UK. Um, Yeah, I look forward to talking with you.
0: Exactly. And most importantly, congratulations, because like I said, you are going to join the IPP actually a second time because you've done it before. So Mm -hmm. how excited are you about this uh, second chance?
1: I mean, yeah, I'm As excited as I was the first time, um, looking forward to go to going over there, um, improving even more, learning more things, uh, picking up new skills, and hopefully this way and this time um, going all the way. So yeah.
0: Well, I'm actually quite optimistic about that. And um, you were just saying you want to learn more things. What was the most important thing that you learned there last time?
1: Um, So it was just you know how to be um, just be a better athlete um, is. That's probably the uh, the the most prominent thing I picked up while I was in America last time. Because um, going into the program, I was um, quite very I was very raw um, in the sports. I'd only I'd only played for like three years or so. Um, I'd always had you know I've, I've always been quite big, but I wasn't always um, sure. I was always good at you know moving my size, um, being efficient with my movements. Um, so that was one thing that really taught us to work on our technique, to work on the fundamentals, work on the little things, and then build it up from from there
0: but I mean, how amazing is it that you got to the i p p after only three years of playing football, and what would you say what will you do differently this time then
1: um yeah, I mean first of all yeah it was it was um it was amazing it wasn't really something that um, envisioned when I started playing the sport you know, I started playing for fun because I liked it I liked the team um, the team aspects of the of the sport so that's why I started playing it and then once it became a reality or once it became a possibility that I could um, take it further, um, that was really exciting for me um, and I could, you know, I could sit here and say it was because I was an amazing player, so, 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 but I think at the end of the day it's really more down to the physical attributes that I bring um, in terms of the hype um the athleticism my weight um and other things but then obviously you have to build on the actual football playing um aspects of it and um in terms of what i'm going to do different this year um yeah it's it's really uh something that i've been thinking about and i feel like last year i i can say um 100 honestly i gave it my all um i left it all on the field i left it all um I feel like I put myself in the best situation to to um to to succeed. But at the end of the day, you know, there's some, <clears throat> there's some decisions that that are out of your hand. Um, so what <clears throat> I really went away is I well what I really did is I went away um over the summer um, when I was in Germany in the ELF, and I really worked on the feedback that they gave me. Um, and I feel like I hundred percent improved on every aspect in which they wanted to see. So I'm just hoping that that um that shows when I'm while I'm over there this time.
0: Well, I'm sure it will. And as you just mentioned, the European League of Football, you had one full season of practice now. How much did you learn in this league, in our league?
1: Um, I mean, yeah, I, le- I learned a lot. It was the highest level of football I'd ever played in. Um, so it was really good to get that experience. Um, and just, you know, being being um, in a professional environment, being in a professional football environment is something I'd never experienced. So just to experience that, um with a team in you know, a team and the city like berlin was uh, was really amazing and um I definitely met a lot of good players, a lot of cool coaches and uh, it's really something that you know that I don't think I, I wouldn't be here um talking about the IPP if I hadn't gone over to to um to the elF so that was um something that that really really um played a big part in my journey so far.
0: well, we are glad to hear that, but um has playing in the NFL always been a dream of yours?
1: It, it has. When <clears throat> once I got um, approached by by the IPP guys, um, like I said earlier, when I started playing the sport, um, the NFL wasn't really, there wasn't really a path um, from um, um, a English um, university to the NFL. So it didn't really seem realistic. But once I heard of the program, and once I heard that there was a way um, um, it had always been the dream. And since then, you know, I've um, been doing everything I could to uh, to achieve that dream. You know, I'm even still technically at university, but I took some time off to to chase this dream. So I've really put my all into uh, trying to make it a reality.
0: So how many hours of hard work have gone into your career so far?
1: Oh, uh, Must I mean, be countless. <laughs> countless. Countless. <laughs> um, You know, it's I always say... Um, there's only so much you can do at the gym. Um, obviously that's to be a part of it. You have to be willing to put the work in, you know, take your body to to the next level. Um, but it's also so much you have to do at home in terms of not just watching the games, but also making sure you understand the terminology. Um, because like I said, I've always had aspirations of going over to America and I always wanted to make sure that whenever um if and whenever I do get there, I'm not um, you know, too far behind. Um, um, I've always thought myself, or I've always thought of myself as a quick learner. So, I wanted to make sure if if I was ever get to, uh, get the opportunity to join a team, that I wouldn't be, um, I wouldn't be the slow one. I'll be able to catch on in the classroom, and then hopefully that would translate onto the field.
0: And is there a dream team in the NFL that you would like to play for, and if so, why? Um,
1: I wouldn't say I have a dream team. Um, obviously, I'm a Green Bay fan, um, so it'd be really cool to play for them. Um, but um, really and truly, I think it's more of a um, whichever team f- um, fits um, um, my uh, my type of play, my uh, my um, my skill. Um, so it's whichever team I feel um, like if we play the same system or in the, if they play a system where I'd be able to to shine then. Um, I feel like one of those, and, and what that system is, I'm not quite sure of, um, but I guess that's up to the scouts and up to the coaches to, uh, to, um, to look at my skills and then look at the team and then hopefully if it does come to that person in the best position to, to succeed.
0: Exactly. And there is the IPP in between, of course. And the good thing is that you've done it before. So maybe that could mm-hmm. be an advantage over the other players. But please, I'm so curious to find out more or to hear more about it. Like, how can I mm-hmm. imagine a typical day at the IPP? What's the schedule like?
1: Yeah, so um, I think the program last year is going to be quite different to this year. i um, still waiting on the final schedule of what day to day is going to be like this year. But um, just based off last year, you know, it's a lot of football. You wake up, you eat, you sleep football. Um, because we're all there for a reason. We're all there to, to improve ourselves um as football players. So um, a typical day would be, you know, you'd wake up at six, between six and six thirty in the morning, um, go get some breakfast, and then you'd have team meetings, you'd have a meeting, and then you go to the gym, you'd go home, get some lunch. Um, maybe um I used to um I used to take about a 30 to 45 minute nap after lunch, just to get my body right. Um, and then ha- after sleeping, you'd go have a meeting again. Um, and then straight from the meeting, you'd go onto the field where you'd do the warm-ups, your um, your um, training, your speed training, your positional training. And then after that, you'd go home, eat. After eating, you'd watch the training, which you've just done, to make sure um, to correct any mistakes you've done. Um, and then um straight to bed Mm -hmm. so it was really a a full a full day of just football
0: yeah yeah well you are there for a reason and is this all happening with the other IPP participants like the 13 guys together or who else do you train with
1: so yeah last year because of COVID um we had to keep in our own space um so it was just the um, other IPP guys but um, I've heard in previous years that they invite some of the um, draft hopefuls to to the facilities to come and train or to come and use the facilities as well. But yeah, just last year because COVID, we didn't really want to um, risk, you know, bringing COVID into our IPP bubble. So yeah, it was just the um, well last year it was just in the eleven guys.
0: Yeah, well, and mm-hmm. it's going. It moved to Arizona, didn't it? Because it was in Miami before. So, uh, well, yeah, that's definitely so, going to be new for you.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was in um, Tampa Bay um, last year. Yeah. Um, and this year when Arizona, um, as, uh, it's kind of a good thing, uh, you know, um, especially um, as someone who's coming back for, for the second year, you know, having to experience um, a new situation, a new environment. Um, it's, so there's going to be new challenges, which um, I look forward to facing. Um but, you know, I just know, I know the program, they, they're they really going to, they would have done their, their homework and I know they'll put us in the best poli- um, position to, you know, to play football, essentially.
0: And then after those like 10 weeks of practice, there's like another trial tryout or how do they mm-hmm. finalize or choose the four players that uh, have the chance for this uh, practice squad team?
1: Yeah, so last day the way it worked was we had the 10 Um, 10 weeks of practice. And then after that, we had a combine um, with um, the Florida Gators where we joined with their pro day. Um, So we were there with, you know, a scout from every team, um, every team in the league, um, tons of cameras, Um, you know. We were there with um, Kyle Pitts who went fourth overall. So, you know, there was loads of cameras, mostly on him, but, you know, some of them um, were on us um, occasionally. So, um, yeah, that was, that was a great experience. Just being able to perform in front of like all them, like loads of eyes. Um, but you just have to make sure you, you you're, focused and you keep your eyes on prize.
0: And what have you done over the past weeks? Like how did you practice or did you practice extra hard uh, to get ready for the IPP?
1: Um, I mean, since, since, um, the season ended, I really hadn't, haven't, uh, or well, since after the uh, the All Star Game, I really haven't taken any time off. Um, um, apart from maybe when I went to Nigeria, that was the only um for family matters. That was the only um, time where I where I could um, relax, even though I was still working there. But um, while I've been in the UK, you know, I've still been going to the gym five, six times a week, um, making sure I keep um, my my strength levels, my endurance levels, and my flexibility to to a standard in which. Um, I know um, the program would would um, would need.
0: Well, uh, I definitely cross my fingers for you, and uh, I'm wishing you best of lu- best of luck. And uh, I truly hope that I won't see you again in Europe anytime soon. But in case you won't <laughs> stay in the States, will you return to the European League of Football?
1: I mean, yeah, that's definitely something um, something that would be on my mind. Um, obviously, depending on what position um, I do come back in, but. Um, yeah, like you said, you know, the goal for me um, has been and is always the NFL. Um, and hopefully I can make a career out there and, you know, stay there for for a while.
0: Yes. Well, like I said, I'm definitely crossing my fingers for you. Dayu, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for being on the show here and mm-hmm. uh, enjoy the States. I'm looking yeah, forward thanks. to hear, to seeing stories and yeah, just to following yeah. up and to look how it goes.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. And yeah, even while I'm over there, I'll make sure to keep an eye on the league. Um, um I told I told them beyond only of the Berlin that you yes. know I'm expecting them to go a lot further than we did last year. Like it's a bit a shame that I can't I can't I um, know. you know help the team but um I'll be supporting <laughs> them from home.
0: But so, I mean yeah. For sure, they will miss you because you've been such an important key to, to their well to the team to the roster. But, uh, yeah, yeah and I, I, I agree, I think Bjorn has been doing a good job so far, and it's going to be interesting yeah. to watch the Berlin Thunder
1: definitely. So, yeah, go Thunder for sure.
0: <laughs> well, Dai, thank you very much, and we'll catch up soon.
1: Yeah, hopefully, peace.
0: <laughs> ciao, ciao. Well, it's so great to see that two of our players, Dayu and Marcel Dabo, they both got this chance. Let's see how far they go. And I'm curious to see how many more talents will follow over the next years. In Season 2, they definitely have the chance to show their skills. And speaking about Season 2, my next guest, he is going to explain the new kickoff rule that will take place uh, from summer. So Malte Scholz, the Deputy Head of Officiating... And he's also responsible for education and framing. Hi, Marta that sounds very official.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, way too official. I'm just an official on the field. Um, and that's it.
0: <laughs> oh, well, but uh, well, first of all, how are you? How how much are you enjoying the off-season? Or are you going crazy? And do you secret- secretly wear your white hat, a whistle in the hand, a flag? For <laughs> <it>? <laughs> like, what, what are you doing now?
2: Yeah, thank you for the invitation. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm doing good, so I also hope that you are doing good. I think we do as every team does. So we had an off season, so we took two months off, and everybody took time with their family. And currently, we are in our preseason as well. We already have our rules session. Um, we're writing our rules test, so we prepare for the new season. So, so that's actually
0: interesting in now before we speak about the kickoff rule how do you actually prepare how how can we imagine this from a referee side
2: so basically it's the same as a player does so first of all um is being in shape is a must-have or is a big requirement for officials on the field and um, if i'm in shape um i'm able to follow the game better than when i'm exhausted and um, and therefore, I go running, I go to the gym. Um, so basically what everybody else does to, to stay in shape. Um, additionally, we are working with the rules, are talking about mechanics, so our movement on the field. And, and both of that is our preparation for the new season. And it's required since we have a good level um, in this league. And yeah. uh, it requires also the officials to be prepared.
0: Of course, absolutely. And uh, speaking about season two, well, this one specific rule has been changed the kickoff rule. So, my first question is why did the European League of Football decide to change it?
2: So, it is well known that in kickoffs, there's the highest risk of serious injuries, um, and especially talking about concussions in football. And uh, we have seen or studies have shown that around 30% of all injuries in kickoffs are serious run, 20% of them are concussions. And here's the reason. It is uh, because we have these high-speed collisions on the field. We have the kickers, the kicking team, running downfield high-speed, and then we got a collision, and and we got the returners and the receivers um, turning around to protect their returner, and then we got the high-speed collisions there. Like For example, we have sadly seen this season at the um, game of the 49ers against Seahawks, where Trenton Cannon was injured uh, in the opening kickoff. And these findings, these high risks, are also found by the NFL and shown by the NFL data analysis. And um, also, the NFL is trying to reduce the speed. For example, they adapted into 18 the rules like that players of the kicking team have to be in line within one yard of the restraining line. Like the setup zone, so that the receivers must be lined up in in a certain area of the field. However, um we thought that we need to protect more our players in the European League of Football. And um so, especially they, yeah. they 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 have a main job beside their uh That's job the in thing. The ELF. Uh,
0: most of our players are not a hundred percent professional football players, um but what is the change then? What was the? What is the league doing now to avoid those co- high-speed collusions and the risk of uh, bad injuries?
2: Yeah, so basically, um, first of all...
0: Oh yeah, we do uh, have a video actually. We do have a video. Uh, uh, to yes. Also to make sure that you guys out there, that you at home, you understand this new rule and it's also good for me so I can learn because I need to know it as well. So um, let's start all over.
2: So maybe... Beginning from scratch is that um, we needed to strike a balance between two positions. First of all, do we really want to avoid any kickoffs? But football without a kickoff, I think that's nothing no, for it's everybody. Not it's not working. Yeah, no, it's no, not. No, 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 no,
0: no. Nobody wants to see that.
2: No, but we want to. So we want a kickoff, and but what we want to do is we want to reduce the full speed kickoff, as you can see here. And what we did is that you, as a team, has to decide: Do I want to do a? Uh, an onside kick and then you are required to do an onside kick and there nothing changed except that the kick must touch the ground once before it crosses 20 yard um, and what has changed and what we see here is the standard kickoff so let me quickly explain you in two steps what we have changed in detail so first of all as you have seen we have changed the lineup unless adjusted by penalties so we got a special huge adjustment for penalties as well but unless adjusted by penalties the kicker stays on its 30 yard line and um we have one returner only staying between the goal line and the 20 yard line you can see that here on the right side the, red the other one. players <laughs> um on the left one yeah i'm sorry yeah uh, the other players are lined up at the receiver's 30 and 35-yard line in a row, as we have seen here. And this is the lineup. And now we got like five scenarios. So first of all, what happened if the ball falls too short? So the kicker is required to kick further than the 20-yard line of the receivers. And if the ball falls too short, the receiver puts the ball 30 yards away from the kicking line uh, in play. So that would be the receiver's 40-yard line. The second scenario would be that the kickoff is out of bounds and nothing changed. As we know, 30 yards away would be also 40-yard line or the out-of-bounds spot. Then we added two touchbacks. We added a normal touchback. This happens when a player touches the ball in field and then the ball rolls out of bounds through or behind the goal line. Then we got back to the 20-yard line and we got a major touchback. A major touchback is every other case of a touchback. Including that the returner catches the ball um, in the own end zone. But what is the most exciting point is that all the, these rules um, are placed to set an incentive to kick the ball to the returner so that we see a return. And after the returner touched the ball or the ball falls to ground, and after three seconds of that scenario, all players then are allowed to move, so they must remain on their position until the ball is touched or, um, yeah, the ball falls to ground and lays there for more than three seconds.
0: So it will actually affect the kickoff and the games next year in a positive way. It, it might get the games, even or the start of the game, even more exciting.
2: It does, of course, since of these major touchback situations, giving the ball to the receivers to the 30 yard line, we expect like the xfl has shown so we adopted the xfl rules. we have seen here that the xfl really found a balance between the two interests i was talking about before so uh, we expect more returns creating more excitement for everybody and uh, i think we will see great kickoffs without huge injuries hopefully
0: so things, this is what, what makes the XFL kickoff rule the best choice and option for the European League of Football then? Or did you think about anything else?
2: So basically, on, a, on, a, on, on this level, we think this is at the moment the best option we can see. We reduced the distance between the players so we don't see any high-speed collisions or less high-speed collisions. And secondly, we set an incentive for returns, which creates a really great game on the field and is enjoyable to watch for everybody. Um, however, we adjusted some details, especially what when it is about penalty enforcement, but uh, yeah, this is a really complex part here. We adjust the lines in certain circumstances, and if we get, for example, a double foul enforcement or two enforcements into place in a row, and we get further than 50 yards line away towards the receivers, we will omit for example the kickoff but these are really special routes there for penalty enforcement what we add
0: so overall what's your outlook for season two i mean we have four new teams five countries in the league now Hell, a lot of more games um will season two be even more exciting and fast and entertaining than season one
2: we definitely expect that so we're preparing ourselves for having an an even quicker season two um that we see more exciting football on the field and of course for us officials it requires more work we are currently as a whole roster putting in um and we hope that the focus is on the players and that we will see great football games in season two as we have already have seen in season one yeah
0: and from a referee point of view what would be the biggest challenge for you is it the amount of games, or well, yeah. What, what, what we, what would you say? What's going to be diff- difficult?
2: So it is difficult to ensure like a standard level of equal treatment of the players in every game by different officials. This is what we're seeking for. This is why we're doing a lot of training tapes, um, agreeing on certain standards, and this will be a huge, um, huge task for us to do to ensure a fair and credible environment uh, where the players are in the spotlight and play the game we all love.
0: And overall, who do you think will win season 2? Shall we bet?
2: <laughs> you are allowed to. I'm not allowed to bet uh, <laughs> and I will stay neutral. Oh, true, and... Of
0: course you have to. <laughs> but who do you think will the fans look out or who who do you think the fans will need to look out for? Who is going to be strong?
2: I think every team um, has a new chance and and some teams really started to build up completely new teams and I'm really excited to see these new teams playing on the field. Um, and we all know there are so many talented players now switching teams and um, we will see. So I'm really open to what will happen in the next season.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, Malte, thank you very much for your time. It was very interesting. I definitely learned learned a lot. And I hope you guys at home did so, too. So thanks for that.
2: Thank you for having me. Um, I really enjoyed that.
0: (laughs) Thank you very much. And well, let's catch catch up soon. For sure, we're going to see each other very soon.
2: Hopefully. Thank you. (laughs)
0: Well, Malte definitely made me want to the season to start even sooner now, so I'm very much looking forward to it. I know it's going to be great, but uh, I also know that the championship game is going to be super great. So uh, I hope you guys come. We still have VIP travel packages available on the website, so please come and have a look. Check out the European League Football website, get your tickets, and let's have a great football party over there. And, uh, well, that's been it for today for the official European League of Football show. I hope you liked it. Thank you very much for watching and also if there's anything you want me to talk about, if you have any questions that you would like to be answer, to have answered, just leave comments on our social media accounts and we will try our best to add those to the show. So thanks for that and see you soon.